0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: any news today tito at all <laughs> <laughs> Dang, rosie <laughs> that's your job this is the rosie report the next rounds on rosie and we'll read his credit card number here just a moment regular season roundup catch it rosie nicely done Rosebud.
2: now here's jim rosenhouse
1: been better weekends for the tribe and there will be better weekends for the tribe, but it was a tough one in Seattle over the weekend as the Indians, after taking the opener of a four-game series on Thursday night, were swept three straight Friday, Saturday, and Sunday afternoon as the Mariners end up taking yesterday's ball game Sunday by a final score of 3-2, to defeating Shane Bieber in the process. Jim Rosenhouse along with you, it is The Rosie Report Regular Season Roundup Weekend Recap Edition. Great to have you with us. Thanks again, as always, for downloading and listening. A little bit later on in our show, we'll hear from Chris Antonetti, the Indians president of baseball operations, covering a variety of subjects uh, as the season Hits the quarter pole, so to speak, about 40 games in for the Tribe and most other ball clubs, so we'll hear from Chris in just a little bit. But first, a look back at yesterday. Shane Bieber did not make it out of the fifth inning, and as you know, following him during his career, pitching deep into games has been commonplace, and if he doesn't make it through five, uh, it's an eyebrow raiser to be sure. And we'll hear from Shane shortly, but first the postgame comments from Tribe manager Terry Francona.
3: You know, he, he, unlike Biebs, that we've, you know, we see most of the time, he, he worked behind in the count a lot. Seemed like he had a lot of two zero counts, had to work back in throwing a breaking ball and was able to do it. But even, you know, we talked about it with Tristan, you know, two of Biebs' walks today, they scored. Um, we're just, you know, we're going through a little bit of a period here where our guys are, because they're usually so good about attacking the strike zone, and they will be, just, you know, it just was, you know, even on a tough day for though, so he'll hang around. I mean, he'll he'll compete his rear end off and he'll hang around. Situational hitting right now for you guys? Is it just guys trying to do too much or what do you see? You know, I, I just, again, some of it's youth. Some of us were trying to hit too many pitches. You know, sometimes you got to have a plan and stick to it. You can't hit everything. You know, they, they start going back and forth, fastball changeup or slow curveball and it really gives us a tough time. And, you know, we just – got to be disciplined enough to, to know what you want to do and then not try to hit everything. Tito, was was Rosario bunting on his own there? Yeah, and you know what? It, it's not – you know, he – we never want to take the bat out of Jose's hands. But I, I will say this about Eddie. I give him credit. You know, it's a left-hander. He's struggling. He's trying to do something to – to help us win, I, I do appreciate the thought. I know it's he's doing. It's coming from a good place. We just don't want, we don't want to take Hosey's bat away. Saying that, we had bases loaded with Fran Mill against the lefty. What did you think of there in the ninth? Great. You know I'm what? Sorry. I thought it was big that he got out of it. You know, he's not attacking the strike zone like he did before. Shoot, there were times early in the season we he said he might be throwing too many strikes. So, again, hopefully the confidence of getting through the inning will help and get him back on track.
1: And, of course, the big topic of conversation after the game, a loss for Shane Bieber. And he's such a a high standard for Bieber after the Cy Young award-winning season a year ago. But as he said after the game, you work through some things in baseball. It's not always easy. And right now he is trying to, to figure some things out and being challenged.
0: I don't know. Kind of been a theme of uh, the last few outings. Um, haven't been like super sharp like the beginning of the year, and that's the way starting. That's the way baseball goes. Um, you got to ride the highs and the lows. And um, today, obviously, I'm I'm frustrated um, that you know I wasn't able to go out there and and, and do what I know I'm capable of doing. Um, but you know, objectively. Uh, bullpen did a phenomenal job, you know, saving me there in that fifth inning Phil did and carrying, keeping the game close the entire game. And, and we almost scratched one out. Uh, And so as a team, uh, I thought it was a well-fought game and you know, that, that one's on me and it's frustrating, um, you know, not doing what I, what I know I can do and what I, you know, set out to do, but um, it is what it is. And and I got to focus on the next one. Is it, fatigue or anything else maybe you know do you feel normal or how do you feel right now physically I, physically I feel good um I do I, I was ready to throw more um but I but I wasn't throwing well enough to throw more you know I wasn't giving myself that opportunity so um you know like I said I, I just really gotta hunker down and, and shift my focus to um you know, redeveloping consistency within my delivery. I didn't feel very consistent today. Um, I felt like I was able to compete, but, you know, not with very, very good stuff at all. And so, um, you know, when you don't have multiple pitches and you're not locating the ball and um, they seem to have a a decent team approach and and waiting for stuff uh, in the middle to take advantage of, you know, it's kind of a recipe for, it's tough for that to be a recipe for success. So, Um, I, I think I just got to keep things in perspective, um, and continue momentum moving forward and, and just be better for it. what did you think of your slider? I know it was something that you
2: worked on throughout the week.
0: Um, yeah, uh, you know, that's a pitch that, um, comes and goes. And right now I've been working on getting it back and I thought it was, it was hit or miss. There was some good, some, some not so good, um. I'm trying to think, 2-0 to Lewis in the first inning. It um, was a little bit up, but uh, kind of just found a hole, and, and that was the first run. And then um, Hanager, uh doubled down the left field line. I mean, I could dissect it all, all night, um, but uh, some positives, some negatives. I just got to focus on the positives and, and move forward, uh, put this one behind us, and uh, go out and get a W next time.
1: That's yeah, Indians pitcher Shane Bieber, and you know he'll get things uh, back in a real positive direction. And how about that? We're talking about a day where he allows three runs, that's it, and his team was in the game, and they lose by that 3-2 to two final score. He certainly uh, pitched decently, but again, he has such a high standard, and that's a great thing, and that's what makes him one of the best pitchers in the game today. Well, Chris Antonetti is the Indians' president of baseball operations. He's on the trip with the ball club on the West Coast, and we caught up with him over the weekend to talk about a variety of subjects.
2: Yeah, you know, our guys are getting a tremendous amount of experience right now. Tito you know, mentions it all the time. You know, When we bring guys up from the minor leagues, we're not looking just to have them come up and play in the major league level, but come up and help us win games. And here you know, we're testing that because, as you mentioned, the youngest roster in baseball. So we're transitioning a really young group uh, to the major leagues. And to date, that group has done a really good job both continuing their development, but at the same time going out and winning games.
1: And you mentioned that, when that right time to bring players up is and what's expected of them when they get to Cleveland. You have a young man at, at AAA Columbus who is making headlines seemingly every night with how well he has been hitting, and that's Owen Miller, who had another three-hit night last night. And and when you look at, at his situation and other player situations down there, uh, what are some of the, the biggest determining factors for when they should be called up and what that right time is?
2: Well, I'm not sure we ever know exactly when the right time is, but there are a number of different factors that we look into. There's some that are directly within the player's control, and that's you know, where is he um, fundamentally with his offense, his defense, base running. Um, do you think he has a chance to come up to the major leagues and have some success and contribute to help us win the games? And that's within the player's control. And Owen, as you highlighted, has done a really good job with that. Offensively, he's been locked in, has consistent quality at bats. He's moving around the diamond, playing a number of different defensive positions. But then there's also the element of the major league fit and where you know where will he play when he comes up, or any player play when he comes up. then we have to balance, do we have an opportunity for them to get regular bats up here? Um, and if not, then the trade-off between maybe part-time major league at bats and full-time minor league at bats is another consideration that gives away. So there are a lot of different considerations and factors that go into deciding when to call a guy up. But, um, you know, our, we look forward to those times and players are really trying to knock the door down and uh, create a spot for them
3: uh, on the major league level.
1: Chris Antonetti joining us, Indians president of baseball operations. Uh, Chris, the bullpen has been a, a real strong suit for the Indians for the most part this season. And uh, I know that that seems like a, a challenge every year to, to put together a good bullpen and make it well-rounded. But you've had good success for several years in a row now. And, and what do you think the key is as you think about it, maybe early in the offseason and then as you get closer to the season?
2: Well, the key is to have good pitchers that go out and execute and do a good job. And what that looks like can really take different shapes based upon the different years. I think last year we may have had the the lowest average fastball velocity for any bullpen in the American League. And this year we haven't had the highest fastball velocity. But they were two good bullpens, but they just did things a little bit differently. The thing we're probably most encouraged about this year is that with the exception of Brian Shaw, the bulk of those guys contributing are really young players that have a chance to – not only contribute this year, but for years to come.
1: I know sometimes uh, continuity is difficult in a bullpen. It seems like it, in some cases it can be a revolving door, but even with that youth, uh, you've been able to keep it together for the most part a month and a half into the season. Is that a surprise at all to you?
2: Well, they've been good so far. The test will be for the course of the major league season and getting through the grind if we can maintain that level of consistency because... We know very well the Major League season isn't just a month. It's a six-month grind, and that group will be tested inevitably over the course of the, the, that six months. I mean, we saw it a little bit the first night here in uh, Seattle with Emmanuel Class A, and had trouble kind of finding his uh, release point. And thankfully, Brian Shaw came in and closed the door, but that'll be another developmental opportunity for Emmanuel to learn and bounce um, back
1: from And Chris will close uh, with tonight's starting pitcher for the Mariners. It's Justice Sheffield and there's a, a former Indians number one draft pick and obviously you, you keep tabs on, on different players and such and he was involved in a, a great trade for the Indians back in 2016 uh, but do you, do you take a, an interest in his career as he moves forward with other ball clubs because he was someone that that you were invested in for a while?
2: Absolutely and as, as we talk about all the time the players that move on from the organization that those relationships don't end when they leave the organization. And in a case like Justice, you know, we got a chance to know him pretty well, even though he wasn't with us for that long. And it's a guy that we continue to pull for and hope he has success. Maybe not tonight, but every other night when he's not facing us, we certainly wish he him all the best.
1: That's Indians president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti, and that will do it. For this edition of the Rosie Report Regular Season Roundup Weekend Recap, the Tribe now in Anaheim as they travel down the coast after the game in Seattle yesterday. They will take on the Angels on Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday evening. First pitch time on Monday night, 9.38, and we'll have it for you on the Indians Radio Network with the warm-up show at 9.05. Thanks, as always, to Bart Swain, Portbury Trip, Austin Contrulis for all of their help in keeping this podcast rolling. I'm Jim Rosenhouse, as always. Thanks for listening and downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report.